Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome everyone to the show. Thanks for tuning in. How are you doing? I've got a client chat for you guys today. So that's a one-to-one client that I finished with in about mid-December. Antonella is her name and she's going to go through what her food and body journey looked like. So it started out pretty innocently as it does for many of us at 15 for her and snowballed to the point where, yeah, just out of control binges, feeling terrible and disgusting about herself, losing all confidence, even, you know, tarnishing her relationship with her sister, her twin sister. So I can't wait to share her story. You're going to absolutely love it. She's such a gem, such good vibes. Like I loved coaching her. She talks about the craziness of low calorie diets, cravings, pills, metabolism pills, comparison mode, how she built her confidence up so, so much. So you're going to hear about her story. And on top of that, what helped her change so much all the tools that I taught her the things that she has been actioning and getting herself to do because it is difficult to do this stuff so she's going to share what helped her most and what she's still working on and how she's doing that it's all a journey guys so definitely doesn't end at the date that I finished working with someone it's an ongoing journey but it's just beautiful that she now has the confidence in herself that she can reach her goals which is amazing and just above all else if anything tune into this episode to get just those vibes from her like she is going to pour so much hope and belief and positivity into you wherever you're at on your journey if you're at the lowest of lows or you're on the recovery journey hearing from her and seeing the transformation she's had is going to inspire you so much so without further ado let's tune in and listen to Antonella in three two one Welcome, Antonella, to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. I was like, literally earlier, I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited to have her on and to get to chat because you're such good vibes and like you made such amazing progress in the whole journey. And I think everyone's going to love hearing from you. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about you just go ahead and like introduce yourself a little bit to us, just a little bit about you? Okay, I'm Antonella. Um, I'm 21 years old. I'm from Venezuela and I currently study in Switzerland. Cool. Awesome. International girl. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, quick fire questions. Let's get into them. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. First question. What's your favorite cuisine? Mm, Mexican. Definitely Mexican. Mm. I was totally expecting you to say Italian. No, I'm tired of Italian food. <laughs> All of my life has been Italian food. I love Mexican. <laughs> True, good point. Okay, what, when you were a child, what did you want to do when you grew up? Mm, I, I have no idea. I had so many things in mind. 
first I wanted to be a veterinarian like mm -hmm. then yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then I wanted to have my own like cafe mm -hmm. and then I had nothing in mind but I like the cafe idea like since I'm studying hospitality I think like building a cafe so cute with flowers and like maybe a gym like who knows like something crazy I want to yeah. do one of those things <laughs> that's cute yeah it's actually interesting that you went from like as a kid you wanted a cafe and then you went into hospitality well yeah I also chose hospitality because like my dad is really into that mm. so my whole life has been hospitality based <laughs> okay okay I see and okay next question what's your favorite childhood memory maybe like going to the beach with like um we always in Venezuela we always did things as a family and so we always used to like go to the beach as a family like we lived in the city and then the beach was like one hour two hours away we will always like go together and on the way do you know what empanadas are yeah they're like those kind of like doughy pastry things with like stuff inside yeah <laughs> so on the way to the beach we would always like buy empanadas on the street and then go and go to the beach and eat so much like seafood and yeah. it, it was a, I love that it was a very fun sounds so nice awesome. yeah okay what do you do to unwind after a stressful day I normally watch Netflix but if I don't want to watch Netflix I if I'm not busy, I like to meditate now. <laughs> After my, my time with you, I like to meditate now. Um, if not, I also love to like shower and exfoliate and moisturize and all of those things mm -hmm. and like put perfume on that really like and then like go to sleep like that. Yes. <laughs> love it. Love it. How about something that you learned in 2020? Mm, to be grateful. Mm -hmm. um, to be grateful I wake up every morning and I go to sleep every night saying like thank you to God because um, my family like has been blessed we're all healthy we're all good we're all here like even though we're all in different countries mm -hmm. we're still like healthy and we can talk to each other which is yeah. huge during this year yeah that's awesome last one very easy morning or evening person I I think I'm kind of both. I love waking up in the morning and like being productive, but it's also hard for me to wake up in the morning. Like once I wake up and I like brush my teeth and everything, I'm good to go. The hard part is waking up. Mm, okay, okay. Okay, uh, quick fire done. Now let's get into it. Okay, first question that I always ask everyone is like quite a big question, but can you tell us, share, like retrace the steps of your food and body story where it kicked off and yeah, just share as much as you're comfortable with. Okay, um, I remember it started um, when I used to live in Miami, there was this program called Yes You Can, which is a weight loss program. Um, I wanted to lose weight and my mom thought it was a good idea to get into this weight loss program because obviously like we didn't know about diet culture back then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I started doing this and it had a meal replacement shakes, which mm -hmm. were actually disgusting. Like <laughs> it w I was nauseous whenever I drank them, but I was happy because I was losing weight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what else? They had pills. They had four different pills that wow. I had drink 
every morning and every night. And they also had, you're gonna hate this, <laughs> they had a list. Um, they had green, yellow, and red with a list of foods. And there were foods in the green, fruit, foods in the yellow, and foods in the red. You can imagine the reds you cannot eat, mm -hmm. yellow kind of, and the green good. This ruined <laughs> I saw food because I used to have to memorize when I went to school the foods that were in every list. Right. Now, pineapple was always in the red list. Wow. I, I have no idea why, but for two years, I ate nothing of pineapple. I didn't know why it was in the red. I didn't think it was unhealthy, but since it was in the red, I just didn't eat pineapple, even after I finished the program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? Let me see what's what else. Oh, wait, wait, before you go on, actually, I want to ask some questions about what you just said, because it's just crazy. So what were, <laughs> what were the pills? It was one for the metabolism, then another one with, it was floral something. I guess it's like an organ or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then one for the cravings and the other one I didn't remember. But the one for the cravings, I used to be like, oh my God, yes, this one is like God. <laughs> right, right. When you stopped doing the program, did you ever like want those pills? Yeah, I can imagine like, oh, just pop the, pop the craving pills or whatever it is. Like whatever's yeah. inside it, just like pop it. <laughs> I think I even um, bought the pills after finishing the program, just the craving pills. I think right. I bought them. I'm not sure, but if I remember well, yes. Right. And what was it when you first decided that you wanted to lose weight? What was it that like made you think that you wanted to do that? Well, um, I have been, well, I had been overweight, mm -hmm. like my whole childhood, basically, because obviously coming from an Italian family, <laughs> my grandmas made us like eat everything. Right. Um, so my friends were um, all very skinny and like pretty and stuff. And I didn't feel like I was pretty like them. So my self-esteem was always low and stuff. And my mom wanted to like help me. She didn't know how, and she thought mm -hmm. maybe weight was the problem. So she wanted to help me lose weight with this program. Mm -hmm. And remind me again, what age was it? I was like 15, maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 15, 16. Yeah. Okay, so we see where the, plant, the seeds were planted. <laughs> what happened after you stopped doing that program? Um, oh. After I started um, weight training, my dad has always like been a workout person. So he's like, oh, come run with me, like to me and my sister. But I hate running, <laughs> like still now I hate running. I like sprinting, but I hate running. Yeah. Um, so I thought like, oh, I'm not good to work out. I'm not a workout person just because running didn't work for me. But then I started um, doing weights somehow. I started weight training and I loved it. <laughs> I still love it now weight training is amazing it's so fun um and at first I loved it too but I was mostly doing it to change my appearance mm -hmm. um I wasn't doing it for fun so then food came along so I started eating less and less and I started becoming smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller um <laughs> so I was like oh no I'm too skinny I need to like gain muscle and I didn't know how to so I just thought, okay, protein, muscle, same thing. So, mm -hmm. I, 
started eating protein shakes and protein bars and that was basically my diet for a long time i just ate vegetables like broccoli because that was the only thing i liked mm -hmm. and egg whites for breakfast and then protein shakes and protein bars so my body was very messed up <laughs> i can imagine yeah yeah um then i started um like a couple of months after maybe i started um weighing my food and counting my calories so yeah uh, it was with calorie counting apps um and the calorie counting apps always told me 1200 calories which i think they do for a lot of people i have that's my understanding mm -hmm. um, so i was like oh no like i'm very short so i was like oh no i'm short so i need to eat less than that right so <laughs> during my days for a long time I ate from 600 to 1,000 calories. Crazy. That's where, yeah, that's where I actually lost my period for more than a year. I I looked very, very skinny. My mom was scared when she looked at me. You could see my bones. It was bad. Mm. Um, and my relationship with my family was also very bad since, well, my mom was always scared and she wanted to help me but I would never listen to her. Then my dad was always like disappointed in me because he thought I was becoming um, like too um, strict on myself. Mm -hmm. So he loves to cook and I would never eat what he cooked. Right. He got like mad at me the whole time. Like I barely talked to my dad. Wow. Um, and then to my sister, I was always mad at her, but I wasn't like actually mad at her. I was just always jealous of my sister. Um, because I thought being skinny meant being happy. Yeah. So she, um, I barely ate and she was always so happy around food. She ate everything. She ate the chocolates. She had always like chocolate around her mouth. <laughs> she was so outgoing and so happy. And I just like didn't understand how. I was like, no, but she's not like, she's not dieting like how is she happy that makes no sense like I actually didn't understand yeah <laughs> um so yeah I always wanted to be like her um so that's why I was like, mad at her yeah and wait yeah. wait pause again pause again because there's more things I want to say <laughs> <laughs> the protein thing oh it's so common like I've heard it from so many other women I also got trapped in that so many times too like just living on the protein shakes and the protein bars and the meal replacements. And it becomes like the new normal. You totally lose sight of normal eating. Yeah, my mom even asked me, she's like, when are you gonna stop like eating like this? And I remember answering her. I was like, mom, this is a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna stop ever. And she's like, what do you mean you're not eating? And I'm like, yes, this is food. This is vegan. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. oh wow yeah and also like the 600 to a thousand calories yeah. i think so many people try to do that like already oftentimes the, the calorie estimate in the tracking app is pretty low too and then we like we're like oh let me just shortcut things or like you like the justifying it because your height and everything and then god 600 a thousand like it's nothing imagine how much you had to like focus and plan so it wouldn't go over a thousand when when we would when we would go out to dinner at restaurants i would bring like a bag of carrots 
in a protein shake so that I didn't eat the food at the restaurant. Wow. But hidden from my dad, I would eat my carrots. And that wow. was me. Yeah, gosh, just like making me remember things from my times too. I would like, I would just have my like protein shake or my smoothie before going out with my family and then just be like, oh, I already ate. Don't worry about me. And no. I'll just sit with you guys. It's fine. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And oh my God, another parallel, like same with me with my sister. She, she's always been slim and has never really dieted or thought much of food or her weight or anything. Again, like I had such jealousy uh, <laughs> towards her around this. I was like, what the hell? Like, I just want to be like her. What I didn't understand is that my sister was eating all of this food, but she's taller than me, right? So she looks skinnier just by nature. Right. Now, how? Like, I don't eat and I look worse than you, which I probably didn't. It's just my mind doing this thing. Yeah. But I would have so much anger when I saw her, like, in a bathing suit. I would be like, no, it's, this is unfair. Yes, yes, same. <laughs> Especially because in bathing suits, like, you're on holiday, you're at the beach, and you'd be like panicking and trying not to eat too much in the morning or not drinking I wouldn't even drink enough water because it would make my belly bigger (laughs) I know wild and then then like my sister would just be off having fun drinking milkshakes whatever at the beach my sister she felt bad she's like I don't want to make you feel jealous and I'm like yeah but it's not your fault I just do right yeah it's tough it's tough okay so what happened after where you're up to, basically? Oh, um, so in 2018, I went through a, like a hard breakup. Mm-hmm. And to avoid the pain, I started focusing on weight loss and gym and food and stuff. Um, so uh, during that summer, I started having like binge eating attacks. I didn't know it then. Like, I know it now. <laughs> I started... Mm-hmm. At night, I would be super, I couldn't sleep. I had insomnia because my body didn't work well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I would be awake all night for like weeks. And I I would go to the kitchen and eat, eat, eat everything. And then the morning after workout so, so much. Like I worked out like two times a day or three times a day. Yeah. Um, And that went on <laughs> the whole summer. And then Christmas of that same year, 2018, I started um, actually having stronger binge eating attacks. Mm-hmm. And uh, at Christmas, I would wait till everyone was gone. Like during the whole holidays, we have a bunch of dinners, not just the Christmas day. Yeah. So um, all, all nights, I would wait till people leave. And then in the morning or I mean, in the, how do you call that? Like after midnight, um, I would go to the kitchen and just eat everything there was and I would cry to my mom every day I would be like I'm so disgusting I'm so ugly I hate myself I'm so fat like what's wrong with me I'm losing all of the progress that I have done for example and my mom didn't understand that either Mm. um so yeah that went on (laughs) until I met you (laughs) so that would yeah a good like two years of being in that place yeah and the insomnia as well like it, it affects binge eating affects so many parts of your life like insomnia your digestion your as you said your relations with your family members just so yeah. many aspects and I just hated myself more and more every day yeah yeah so I, 
therefore didn't treat other people well because I expressed that like anger. Yes. Like didn't get along well with people and I was I just felt alone, like no one understood me and it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, well, I'm glad you found me. <laughs> so <laughs> so what made you I guess what made you first reach out to me specifically? First, um, during this time, the first year, like nothing really happened. I didn't try to do anything to help to help me. Yeah. But then the second year, I uh, started with my psychologist mm -hmm. and she helped me realize a whole bunch of things, right? So I was like, oh, I need to fix like this. And that's when I, I since I wanted to be like my sister, I started taking advice from her on how to stop binge eating, how to not hate myself, like how to not hate my body. But I never felt like she really understood me because mm -hmm. like our, our uh, journeys aren't really the same. Yeah. Um, it didn't really work. Then I went on Instagram for like one or two months, um, just like looking um to see if like coaching really works because like I didn't think <laughs> mm -hmm. this was possible right so I was like mm, does this really work do they just want my money what's going <laughs> on <laughs> um so um first I actually tried calling someone who uh, was like a doctor or something but um when I met her I didn't really like feel the vibe mm -hmm. so I just canceled it and then my sister said oh because we both like follow you <laughs> and my sister's like we always laugh at her post like like a bit it's post right she's hilarious and we love that you um normalize this like you make it um funny so that we don't see it as so tragic yeah and she's like for me it really helped and my sister's like why don't you contact her and I was like I don't know <laughs> and then that stayed in my mind and I went stalking you for a couple of days and then I was like I trust her like I actually trust her so that's when I contacted you oh that's so cool I love it <laughs> okay well yes I'm so happy you contacted me I remember the first session I was like oh my god she's so cool like so easy going <laughs> but yeah tell us then what was it like doing the one-to-ones the sessions are two times a week which for me is like great because <laughs> as I have told you in a in like a couple of sessions that we have had so many things happen in the week yeah and like I like I know how to deal with certain situations and you help me a lot like prepare for stress or prepare for um I don't know something that I'm nervous for or how to deal with people's opinions comments mm -hmm. whatever um so yeah also as I said you're really funny so <laughs> the fact that you normalize this helps me so much um, so if I like come to you and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's horrible. I ate Nutella. You're like, I love Nutella. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so yeah, when I first started um, the sessions, it felt impossible. I was like, I remember that I told you, I was like, no, I don't think I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Actually, yeah. But actually seeing you, like you went through the same thing and for longer than me. And like, here you are all like standing tall and everything. It gave me hope. <laughs> um, also, I feel like you understand everything because like one, you went to um, some of the same things that I, that I did, 
And then two, you also have helped a lot, a bunch of other women. Mm -hmm. So you learn a lot from like their experiences. So true. Yeah. yeah. Also meditation really worked for me. Mm -hmm. It was new for me. I have never meditated before. And when you first told me we're going to meditate during the program, I was so nervous. I was like, (laughs) no. Um, But it actually is like mind blowing how much it helps. It's crazy. I love it. And now I I actually do breath work um, whenever I'm feeling nervous or something. I do that and it calms me down and it's awesome. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Also, you told me, you taught me how to listen to my intuition, which <laughs> it's, it's like the craziest thing ever that you actually have the right answer like, inside of you. Mm-hmm. Like whenever um what decision to make you always have the right answer and that's crazy (laughs) it is yeah also well you taught me like a lot of tips of how to dealing how to deal with difficult emotions um like for example um when listening to my inner child I can um like treat myself with more love than like if it was just me so if I'm feeling sad I would like ask my inner child, okay, what do I need? I need chocolate cake and I need to go out for a walk. Those two Mm -hmm. things, not just the chocolate cake. Right, (laughs) yes, yes. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I think that's it. No, no, the dashboard. There's a dashboard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, You have a dashboard, which has helped me so much. Whenever like I don't have like a session with you or something, and I have free time and I'm like, oh, I want to learn something new. <laughs> I go on there and you have videos, you have guided meditations, you have readings, you have everything. So yeah. Oh, one thing. You always let me know how pr- proud you are of me. Whenever I had like even a small win, the smallest win ever, you will let me know even if I didn't notice. And I will be like, oh my gosh, you're right. And that's so helpful that you're like, I'm proud of you. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I love that yeah I mean it's so important to like proactively seek out and celebrate those wins because so easy to just focus on like where you're messing up and where you're not making progress yeah so yeah it's helpful to have that like person there saying hey actually look at this look what you did as well (laughs) awesome yeah and I know you like loved the the meditations and intuition and inner child stuff so cool like you just like took it on and you're just like oh my god this is amazing it makes me feel so good. you always had realizations and the meditations yeah. and like, I read it I was like I have to tell you what I figured out <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really interesting because those realizations you had you probably wouldn't have had if I just asked you a question like oh. Oh, where did this come from what do you need but you get so much more when you just slow down get into the body and give yourself time yeah it's crazy Okay, so there we have a bit of a overview of what it looks like. What what do you feel like was the hardest part of the journey? Mm, there's a couple of hardest parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first one, um, learning to work out without my Apple Watch. I never thought, like, I remember when you told me to try it, I was like, no, it's impossible. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was hard. Um, also, looking at myself in the mirror. I have always had difficult, um, a difficult time looking at myself in the mirror because I, I'm too strict with myself or I was too strict with myself. And I remember you told me first, 
um, don't look at yourself in the mirror that much. Then a couple of weeks later, you were like, okay, you can start looking at yourself in the mirror more. And then a couple of like days later, you were like, okay, um, you need to like compliment yourself in the mirror. You need to say the things that you like about yourself. And that for me was like letting my higher self voice be higher than my controlling voice. Right. Very hard to do because as you told me, the controlling voice has been there for a really long time. So it's hard to shut it down. Mm -hmm. But like continually working, I'm getting better at it. Um, And the third hardest part (laughs) was doing workouts that I enjoy instead of workouts that change my body. You were, you were like go out for a walk and I was like no <laughs> but yeah that was hard but now I do it before we go on I just wanted to jump in and let you know about something that could really really help you out so if you've been loving these episodes and all of the tips and it's been super helpful but you just need a bit more structure and direction then check out my 30-day reboot course it's an online course so you can literally start today 30 days of content so each day you get new content in written form video form or audio just to keep it nice and fresh the content is exactly the same as what i go through in one-to-ones so it's amazing value for money you get some lovely audio meditations along the way as well and we have a facebook group so you know you're not alone there are plenty of others in there So if you are sick of waiting around and want your life back, you're so ready to kick binge eating out of your life and return to that relaxed, confident, happy version of you that you know is in there deep down inside, then this course is literally made for you. And best of all, it's just the price of a trip to Zara or Topshop, but it is worth so much more than that. It's eye-opening and life-changing as one past alumni put it. So if that sounds good to you, head over to my website to sign up today or just scroll down to the show notes. I'll pop a link in there too. All right, let's get back into today's episode. So the Apple Watch thing, mm-hmm. that that actually came quite near the end, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's like, I think that goes to show that this process does take time. Like that was basically probably like 10 weeks in when I said that. And it was hard then. It's not like I said that at the start. And it was hard. It was hard after 10 weeks, which is so normal. Like this process, and you're still working on things, right? Like yeah. been weeks and weeks since we finished. But it yeah. just goes to show, like for everyone listening, that this journey isn't like one and done in, in like 10 weeks or whatever. It takes time. Yeah. Just like everything. Yeah. Like I actually sure. learned that um with my psychologist and my therapy. I learned that things like you work them out um over a period of time it's not like oh in a week you're like cured (laughs) yeah definitely and same goes for as well as you said the the voice when you look in the mirror moving it from the controlling critical one to the higher self one that's loving and kind yes takes time indeed it does (laughs) and I'm happy that you're moving more towards like the workouts that feel good for you I think because it sounds like from when you shared your story, work the working outside of it came in quite early, like working yeah. out to change your body. That was like a big piece of it. Yeah. So no wonder that it's taking time to release that as well. Oh yeah, that makes sense actually. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, you're right. Okay, so what were the best parts then? 
Um, but learning about my intuition was mind blowing. I didn't know that existed. Mm -hmm. I always like heard people like, oh, listen to your intuition, but I never knew what it meant. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now I know and it's crazy. Um, then oh, the second um, best part where actually the tips you um, taught me, like for example, I have one, I call it the peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what I call it. Um, that I remember I told you, I can't stop eating peanut butter because I will never, um, before I would always restrict peanut butter. So now that I'm eating it, I was like, I can't stop eating it. This is like gold, I can't. And you were like, yes, you can just like have it every single day and you, you, you'll normalize it. And that actually happened. And I was like, what? <laughs> like those little tips, then you have another one You taught me like how to breathe when I'm nervous, how to breathe when I'm going into something I don't want to, these kinds of things really help. Um, the mirror work, as I said, like I'm looking at myself in the mirror, I'm complimenting myself, reminding myself um, that I am beautiful, I am strong, I am all of this. Mm -hmm. um, whatever came up in meditation, <laughs> great, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah those were those were the best parts awesome yes the peanut butter trick food <laughs> habituation it's <laughs> it's so interesting I'm I'm sure you thought the first time I said it you're like what is this bitch saying like she's I'm just obviously gonna binge on it and it's gonna mess me yeah. up I'm yeah. like if I'm gonna eat peanut butter every day then I'm gonna binge it every day like what are you talking about <laughs> exactly yeah I was actually I was talking to another client the other day we were, we're going through the same process right now with her and I remembered I in the worst of my binging was going to a cognitive cognitive behavioral therapist for a bit but it wasn't for my binging I was just like going through really bad depression as well and um she I mentioned my binging to her and she she told me about food habituation she she was like she was like okay what's your binge food I said cookie dough she's like I want you to eat cookie dough every day for the next whatever week or something but because I wasn't going to her for binging specifically like I was like what is she talking about she doesn't know what she's doing like she, she doesn't get it I'm just gonna binge on it every day like I didn't trust her advice and because I didn't have like I didn't have her support through the week like I couldn't just dm her randomly like this is like 10 years ago you can't just dm your therapist <laughs> or something so I didn't do it I was like I'm not doing that she's crazy and I never went back to her <laughs> But now I'm like, oh my God, I just, I just needed someone who'd, who'd been through it and like yeah. knew that it was a process and you had the support system there. Yeah, that's the same reason why I couldn't like um, heal this with my mom or my sister because they didn't really like understand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so we've heard the best parts, the hardest parts, the things that have worked really well. What's it looking like now for you in life? I think it's been... What I think about like a month since we finished or so. So what's it been like? Now <clears throat> I'm able to handle stress way better by breathing. Also, very important, I eat whatever I want. Amazing. <laughs> like, whatever. If I want chocolate, I eat chocolate. If I want chicken, I eat chicken. Whatever I want, I eat it. <laughs> Which is like great. Um, I'm also more confident now. I'm not the most confident person in the world mm -hmm. i am more than i was before though um i still have my days 
But what's amazing is that during these days, I don't let it consume me. Like for example, yesterday was my birthday. I had no outfit. Mm. I didn't know what to wear and we were late for lunch. <laughs> I tried on every single pants I had on and none of them fit. One was too long, one was too short, my waist, my butt, like whatever. Mm-hmm. So I got stressed at the beginning and then um, I got like calmer, which is what? That has never happened to me before. I actually just like put on a skirt, some leggings or whatever. And then I just went out and had fun. Didn't think about my outfit that much. <laughs> Everything was great. And I actually, if I would have, uh, if I was before, I if I didn't like my outfit, I would eat like water and lettuce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I ate fried chicken, I ate cake, I ate pizza, I ate so much. So yeah, that's huge. That is huge. Yeah, that's massive. Um, then I also obviously have a better relationship with my family and my friends. Since so I'm cool. not um, cr- cranky, that's how you say it. I'm yeah, not cranky. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, also, now that I am learning to actually love myself, I choose good friends. I choose good relationships. I let go of things that don't work for me. Um, even in my Instagram feed, I just I don't follow what yes. I do. I'm constantly working towards my higher self, which I have never done before. Um, I actually, when I started with you, you told me to write my higher self, mm-hmm. how it would be by the end of the program. And I did it. And I was like so excited to think I could become this person. But at the same time, of course, I didn't believe it was possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then by the end, I we actually reviewed my higher self note. And it was the exact same person I wrote down which is like, what? <laughs> so cool. Um, and then you know, obviously I have another higher self, um, which I'm working towards. That's why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am but I'm also like working to do these kinds of things. Um, and yeah, that's very exciting. Yeah, and leveling up. Next higher self, elevating yourself. Yes, <laughs> um also I don't stress out when I don't have time to work out if I have to be productive if I have to do homework I have to do something else then I don't stress out if I don't have time to work out and I also work out what I want when I want for how long I want I jump if I want to jump I dance if I want to dance I do whatever I want so much more freedom and flexibility yes I was gonna ask when you said that you now get to eat whatever, if you want chocolate, you have chocolate, if you want chicken, you have chicken. I know a lot of people, and you were probably in the same position where you would have been like, but if I eat whatever I want, I'm only gonna eat chocolate, right? What would you say to people thinking that now, now that you've got through the process? So I thought that until like recently, actually, like Mm -hmm. I started working with you and I still thought that. And then towards the middle of um, my program with you is when I realized that that's actually true. And that's actually not true. Like for example, one time I was in university and I had dinner with my friends. And you told me to, uh, like I told you, I want pasta, but I can't have pasta because then I'm gonna look bloated and my outfit is gonna look bad. And you were like, you're gonna have the pasta, okay? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I had the pasta, and from that, like from that point onwards, that changed everything. 
I started making decisions like that kind of like let's say forcing myself yes what I actually wanted um and that way like I realized sometimes I wanted salad sometimes I wanted fruits sometimes I wanted a huge brownie Mm -hmm. but other times not and like I feel like other people like girls boys whoever like is hearing um Mm -hmm. they will realize this um when they start doing it like I know it sounds like oh no you're you're wrong like no I'm not like that but trust me you are I'm the same we're all the same (laughs) you're gonna realize if you start doing it you're gonna realize it yes so on point it's all I think those the first parts like breaking the old patterns even if it's like as you said kind of forcing yourself to do it you kind of have to force myself to do this sometimes yeah yeah exactly exactly and then you get the proof like it's all about getting the proof that hey it's okay I can trust myself nothing bad happened it actually feels even better I got to eat what I wanted to eat yeah um and then I was gonna ask you said another thing was growing confidence I know that was a huge part of your like journey of moving towards that higher self version of you who's more confident so what do you feel like has helped you build your confidence? I feel like that's a big question. Yeah, it's a huge question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, well, the mirror work, obviously. Um, I I say, like, I hype myself up. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever, like, I'm feeling down, I look at myself in the mirror and I literally point at myself and I'm like, listen. <laughs> I literally, oh, my God, so good. <laughs> I'm like, listen you're gorgeous and you're so fun and you're amazing and you're so cute and look at your hair you look so good right now you go out there and you have fun I love that (laughs) I do this step talks for myself and it always helps me with my confidence because I always have times where like oh I'm feeling good and then I'm like no but then like I have to build it up again Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I sometimes do it more than two times a day (laughs) yeah that's awesome I bet even it makes you like smile or laugh when you do it because it's kind of funny yeah (laughs) the way that you're treating your yourself beyond just the food and body like the self-love and the choosing the good people and the good relationships and the curating your social media it as I said earlier it expands so much further beyond just stopping binging like it's such a bigger thing yeah yeah and it all like works together yes I I would always think like oh no this only has to do with food it's just that I'm addicted to sugar yeah people say and it's actually not it's like so much bigger (laughs) it is it is and that's so cool because when you hop into like healing things I feel like the first few weeks when we work together it's just like setting the groundwork and then you start noticing like all these changes start piling on together and it like snowballs into a positive change yeah okay so I know also a big piece of learning for you was letting go of the tracking the calorie tracking whether it was to do with food or the workouts go more into detail on what that was like and how you did it (laughs) tracking food tracking tracking calories tracking what came into my body and everything was like my life <laughs> mm-hmm. when I finished high school I actually had six months of like nothing before college and uh, during this time is when all of this actually started <laughs> um, um I I would always like track calories I studied 
calories. I studied food in my free time. I only had free time. I had nothing to do. Mm -hmm. so I just studied all of this like in detail. So I felt like it was weird. I actually felt like by knowing how many calories watching was in every single piece of food, um, I was like the smartest person in the room. <laughs> Me too. I felt the same as well. <laughs> oh my gosh. I told this to my sister and she laughed at me. She said, what? <laughs> yes. I actually believed I was so smart and so like over everyone. Yeah. <laughs> calories. Um, but yes, it was super hard for me to um, stop counting calories. I think you remember in one of the sessions that we had, I told you I see food as calories. Mm -hmm. That obviously not anymore. I forgot how many calories are like in a tablespoon of peanut butter, which it was like my worst fear. And I forgot. <laughs> so good. But yeah, it was super hard for me. And for example, when I would force myself to eat the foods that I um, actually wanted to eat um, um, instead of avoiding them to gain weight, it was hard. It felt wrong. It felt mm -hmm. like I was doing something wrong. It felt, it felt weird. Um, but over time, by practicing it, I feel normal. Like I just ate chocolate right now and then like I'm having like drinks later and like I'm good <laughs> I didn't ruin anything so <laughs> and, cool yeah that's very very good like I feel like a normal person <laughs> now right yeah. yeah I have never felt like a normal person <laughs> it's crazy um and then with the counting calories food for me was calories so at the same like like um the same as with the um counting calories in food it felt weird. I felt wrong. It felt like, oh no, I need to know how many calories I'm burning. Um, because if not, then I don't know how much to eat, how to balance this. So yeah, it felt wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, by practicing, like, I don't know exactly how it happened, but by practicing it more and more, by forcing myself to do these things that I know are good for me, are, I know are going to make me feel better later. Um, actually, like, now I don't do it <laughs> I don't have like a specific time of when that happened it was just slowly over yeah over. yeah I think that's what it was it was kind of baby steps yeah trying it out realizing it's okay you're safe yeah what scared me the most was um gaining weight like oh I'm gonna eat whatever I want then I'm gonna eat chocolate all day um so yeah that was very scary to me and at the beginning it kind of felt that way because it was something new, right? Like if you're not used to eating chocolate and suddenly you allow yourself chocolate, you're going to eat overeat it for a while. Mm -hmm. But then it goes away. Somehow <laughs> it just goes away. You normalize the chocolate. Um, so your body actually comes into like a comfortable state over time. Like I'm still not in my comfortable state. Of course, like, I'm still working towards it. Mm -hmm. But um, that's how you do it instead of like, um, then like for example cutting and bulking when <laughs> in the gym um, like I'm not a professional like trainer or something like why do mm -hmm. I need to cut and bulk yes <laughs> but I would do that um, so by not doing that I feel like healthy now mm -hmm. on that note of you saying there was the fear of gaining weight when you first tried to let go of calorie counting I know that was a big piece for you and even the beliefs behind weight gain or what your body should and shouldn't look like what's that been like because I think that's almost one of the biggest pieces of the whole journey 
Mm, well, I'm still working on that, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard because um, it's difficult to not compare myself to other girls since like <laughs> most girls are pretty, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, well, all girls are pretty, no scratch that all girls are pretty <laughs> so all girls are pretty so it's hard to not compare myself to other girls uh, but i read this quote actually on instagram that's like um it says i read it recently it says whenever i find myself comparing myself to another girl i remember it's a collaboration and not a competition mm. that's so cute <laughs> yeah. so, um so yeah um now that um i'm trying this like new belief of this collaboration instead of yeah. competition it, it has been like helping me not be so strict with myself um it has helped um following um not the skinniest girls on instagram but also mm -hmm. like, curvier girls like bigger girls mm -hmm. and see how gorgeous and beautiful they are i'm like listen like you don't like i tell myself like listen you don't need to be super skinny to be pretty. Like, look at all of these examples that you have here. That has helped so much. Yeah, yeah. I think counter evidence to the old belief is so helpful. And for you to have it visually there, reminding you all the time, so good. And yeah, I think also, as you said, the, the body image side of things, I think it takes time. And it's kind of a constant piece of work, in my opinion, just because... There is like just so much coming at us all the time. All these reminders or ads or whatever it is to make us think we need to be a certain way. So I think it's kind of an ongoing process. It just gets like easier. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know if I'm wrong, but for me, for example, now it's better because we have all this like diet culture rebels and yeah. like body positivity models and all of this. We have it now, like my Instagram is full of this um so that like I feel like people doing this helps a lot of uh, a lot of girls and boys so true I was thinking when I was growing up as a teenager no such thing existed like zero percent it was just the like Kate Moss was like the thing like super slim models <laughs> I remember there was like a phase of something like five years or something where all the models were so slim and it wasn't even about like being toned and slim it was just like slim so I, I feel sorry for like all the women in my generation who grew up with that when they were a teenager it's just like when I see I saw there was um a cos cosmopolitan magazine cover with like body positivity and different body types on the front cover and then I saw some TikTok of someone saying oh my god look at this like go Cosmo and they're they were showing a montage of all different covers that Cosmo's done in the last few years of way more body diversity on the front cover. And then they compared it to like my generation when we grew up as teenagers and what the front covers were. And it was like, no diversity at all. I, I'm so like excited to see the next generations when they grow up and how much more diversity they'll see. I hope um, girls don't grow up um, feeling the stress that maybe like we did. Um, I hope like um, people will be more understanding, more appreciating of every single body type. Hopefully. That would be amazing. It looks like it's going in the right direction. I think so. I'm very happy about what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure.
Okay, so obviously we know there's so many other women out there going through the same kind of thing. They're at your, your square one or your like start of your journey, they're there now. What would you say to that girl who's really in the depths of it? I'm gonna say something that these girls have probably heard before like maybe a hundred times. Uh, that is like, I know it feels impossible right now to get out of like this cycle or um, hole or whatever. Um, but it is, I know you have heard this like <laughs> millions of times, but I swear, I swear. And I have facts. I have an example of why. So <laughs> I know how hard it is to have this like binge eating, hating yourself, feeling um, sad, uh, feeling disgusted, feeling disappointed in yourself and still go on with your life, go to school go to the supermarket, whatever, go out, your, go out of your house, follow your career, anything, like it is hard. So that proves that these girls are strong because they're still here. So they're strong, that's like a fact. <laughs> so if they did that, which is so difficult and so hard to deal with, they can definitely do this. They can definitely get out of there and um, something that I, I don't know if you remember this, but in the first session that we had, I told you I didn't really believe I would um, get out of this. Mm -hmm. And you told me that you actually believe in me and you see the strength in me. That's why I'm using the strength example. Mm -hmm. um, you told me that you see the strength in me and you actually believe in me. Now, I didn't believe in myself, obviously, but seeing that you did, seeing that someone else did, actually felt, felt really good and empowering and it felt like okay I don't believe it maybe because I am inside of this like hole right now but if she sees it from another perspective she sees like I can do it then she must be right like um that's why I want to say to these girls I believe in you you have the strength to do it just like Britt did with me I see <laughs> the strength that you have I understand it so I believe that you will be able to get out of this. Preach. <laughs> yes, so on point. When you're at the, the worst of the worst and you just continuously self-sabotage and broke your own trust and like what you think is like failed, it's very hard to believe that you can get out because you've tried so many times to get out as well, right? But to have someone like you who's just like got out of it or like me as well, to, to like just borrow our belief in you yeah. basically that, I think that's what I even might have said to you that day I was like when you're in doubt just borrow my belief because I'm here yeah, yes you did <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like my role in that situation amongst other things but one big part of it is just to like mirror to you your higher self like who mm. you know is within and who I know is within but just to keep like showing you like reminding yeah that it's possible you need you need it to show me I couldn't like see that for myself how do you plan now to continue taking care of yourself because yeah it's not a one and done kind of situation <laughs> um well as I said I'm still working on my confidence mm -hmm. I'm gonna continue doing um the hyping myself up in the mirror um I'm gonna continue um whenever I feel like I have gained weight and therefore I look bad. I'm gonna go on my Instagram. I see all the curvy, beautiful girls mm -hmm. and remind myself 
that I can be like them too if I just like smile. And also, <laughs> it's hard for me to eat a lot of vegetables and fruits. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, so with my food habits, I'm going to um, try to incorporate more fruits and vegetables in my diet just to nurture myself. Because also something that um, the program has taught me is that food is to nurture, <laughs> not to lose or gain weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to focus on eating all of my vegetables and fruits along with my chocolates, but with the vegetables and fruits. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's actually interesting because something I noticed with my own journey as well with the fruits and veg is until like before... I started binge eating and everything went downhill. Like when I was a teenager and a kid, it was like totally normal. I ate my fruits and veggies. I was fine. But then once I got into binging, because I was constantly thinking about weight loss and seeing foods as good or bad, I was almost like forcing myself to have the healthy foods to lose weight. And so I kind of had this like association with them as in a way, like slightly punishing because it's like, oh, you have to eat this to lose weight because you suck. And I lost my true desire to want that stuff, like to actually just genuinely want a salad or something. But now that I'm out of it and you're fine, I'm finding like that, that like place of what do I actually want? What does my body want? I've regained my love or desire for actually wanting fruits and veggies. Yeah, it's weird. Like I said, like one time I actually may want a salad instead of the pasta. Yeah. Okay, well, Antonella, that was so cool to have you here to share your story. If you're up for it, let us know where we can find you in case someone, you know, resonated with you and what you said and your vibe and they just want to reach out to you and get some help. Uh, I'm very, um, um, most of my day I'm on Instagram. So <laughs> Instagram for sure. It's um, at, I have actually had to check because I had to change <laughs> <laughs> oh no worries don't worry like I will put it in the show notes because okay. I know it's a long name as well yeah <laughs> I have to spell it because it's yeah that. exactly well thanks so much for taking the time to be here and to share and beyond just this hour like thanks for choosing me as the person to get you through this and for putting in all the work because really it's about you and you putting that work in as you said kind of pushing yourself out of the comfort zone the things that felt wrong and bad at the time but in the end it all worked out so wonderfully (laughs) yes thank you so much for healing me (laughs) no I didn't do it you did it I just helped you we both did it (laughs) yeah (laughs) awesome well thank you so much and thank you everyone for tuning in thank you bye and that's the scoop for today I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. If you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life, change someone's day, change their mood or even their life. Be that person. I know I love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me that she's really thinking of me and wants to help me elevate my life alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at at freewithbreed. I'm always open to feedback, so let me know what you want me to speak about, what you love, what you want less of. This podcast is for you after all. Last but not least, here's how to win a one-hour, one-to-one session with me. 
enter my monthly draw by sharing this episode or any of the episodes you've enjoyed, whether it's on your stories or on a post, and just make sure to tag me at Free With Breed. Simple as that. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you next time.